Yesterday, we told you about this press release we received from the Toronto Police Services telling us how a constable, Michael Thompson, member of the Toronto Police Service Drug Squad, was found in his home in medical distress back in April. He was rushed to the hospital where he passed away three days later. He died of a fentanyl overdose and the quality of which, they said, or quantity of which, was too large to have been caused by mere contact with that drug, meaning he had to have used the drug. Uh, Constable Thompson, they said, was a good police officer. He also um, had some of the cases that he was involved in going to court starting this coming Monday. So we've reached out to criminal lawyer and partner with Newberger and Partners, Christopher Acey, to talk about what happens now to the cases that the deceased drug enforcement officer worked on, which are in court. Hey, Christopher, thanks for joining us. Oh, great to be with, here with you. Okay, so you're a criminal lawyer. How yeah. would this knowledge affect you if you, you know, had a case that was pending and starting on Monday? Well, it depends on the role the officer actually played in the investigation of uh, my client. Uh, when an officer passes away before a trial, generally the Crown can apply to have the officer's notes read into evidence. It's not particularly controversial because officers are required to make notes of their observations and investigations. And judges generally presume officers as having a certain amount of credibility and reliability. But of course, that general presumption uh, can be undermined if it's discovered that there's behavior that's inconsistent with an officer's role. So you would have a lot of questions to ask. What would you ask regarding his involvement with, you know, the case if you were going to, you know, defend one of the clients? Well, the first question I'd be asking is uh, the Crown to know if there's been any internal investigation into this officer and what were the results. I'd want to know if the internal investigation revealed the source of the drugs. Um, is this a case where, you know, the officer had an injury and this was a prescription hmm. of some sort and he simply overdosed? Uh, or if this was a drug that was acquired on the black market? At this point, we know very little about the circumstances surrounding this officer, and we should not impeach his credibility with sure. more information. Yep. Um, yeah, of course, it doesn't necessarily or automatically follow that if he suffered from addiction, that he was unable to carry out his professional duties. It depends entirely on what his role was and what the source of the drug was. But there's a possibility now that some of these cases could be thrown out. What's going on? What's your first move if you figure he's been too closely involved? Well, the first move, uh, if I have one of these cases that's coming up next week or the week after, I would be seeking an adjournment in order to get the questions uh, that I just uh, mentioned. Mm -hmm. I'd want the answers to all of that before I'd proceed in any way, shape, or form. Of course, just the delay itself uh, as a result of this could, in fact, lead to cases being tossed. Right. And can you explain for the, you know, the person listening right now that's got a question on how could you, if you delay a case, how could it be tossed? Well, you have a right to be tried within a reasonable delay. Uh, The Supreme Court has recently come out with kind of fixed timelines. So, for example, in provincial court, if you're going straight to trial, it should be 18 months from time of arrest. But if there's delay that's occasioned as a result of late coming disclosure, uh, those sorts of things that prolong the trial uh, time from when it was initially scheduled to be heard, Mm -hmm. then in fact your right to be tried within a reasonable delay gets violated. Uh, People are on bail. Um, As you can imagine, some people are incarcerated awaiting trial. And if things have to be prolonged as a result of 
disclosure issues, then their right to be uh, heard quickly is violated. So in that case, uh, the the case is thrown out? Potentially, yes, absolutely. Wow. Uh, then, of course, there's, it depends entirely on what is the outcome of this investigation. Um, if, in fact, the officer, you know, imagine the worst-case scenario where the officer was acquiring this from the um, street, uh, whether he was stealing it from the uh, evidence locker or going out and buying stuff on the black market, mm-hmm. then the Crown may have a difficult time in satisfying the court that his notes should be read into evidence, Right. at which point then depending on what his role is in the investigation, how important he is, uh, it's entirely possible that the Crown just simply cannot satisfy its burden. So they just drop the case? Effectively, yes. Wow. Well, uh, I appreciate the insight that you have because I knew a lot of people thought, well, this is a shocking story. But uh, immediately I sprung to the fact that, you know, wow, I know that he has cases uh, coming to court on Monday. What does that mean for those cases? And, you know, I had no idea. So I appreciate your insight into it. Thank you. There's just one other thing that I would add is it's not simply the cases coming forward. But, of course, he passed away in April. Mm Mm-hmm. So there are cases that have presumably already been heard, and in those instances, perhaps uh, not knowing that there was any issue, the uh, counsel permitted the officer's notes to be read in. This could, in fact, lead to a number of appeals uh, being sought on the grounds of uh, this new information. Could they be overturned then? Potentially. Wow. It depends entirely on the outcome of the investigation, what role the officer's evidence had in securing the conviction.